Hi there, Gavna. Hey. We just saw a movie. That's right. Oh, these is bad, this is, is this the, racist? It's a bad, bad accent. <laughs> I apologize. Will we be will we be, be cancelled? Probably just for how bad they are. They should be cancelled for eating beans with toast. Yeah, that's pretty bad to you. Okay, seems, it cancels each other out. Our bad accent and beans on toast. That, <laughs> do you know how much of a nightmare that would be for me to eat? To try to eat beans on toast? Yes, it's like you gritty. Beans. Well, that too. But it's like a gritty, thick paste with bread. Yeah. That would be such a swallowing issue for me. Yeah. It's not even close to funny. I don't even know what kind of beans. Like, I'm picturing, like, barbecue beans. Like, you picture, like, American beans? Like, but I don't, it might, I don't know what kind of beans No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, the beans that we make in the United but States. But also, like, I'm not, because I was thinking that sounds disgusting. It sounds disgusting for breakfast. But I did just remember that I have had a macaroni and cheese sandwich. <laughs> so, you know. Can't throw stones. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a cheesy house. <laughs> right, so. So you yeah, that, this is a, hey, we just saw a movie and sometimes we talk about beans. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Just join us on this wild ride. That's right. That's right. I'm Michelle. I'm Josh. Do we still need to keep saying our names? I feel like we should. I feel like it's polite. We've had this discussion. I feel like it's polite. Well, since we keep saying our names, I'll keep asking if we need to say our names. You know what? Natasha and Moshe do it on their podcast. Always you and with Natasha everyone, and Moshe with you. Everyone knows who they Natasha are. Natasha and Moshe, they don't know. It they don't all like know. A, a good, everyone. It just seems like a good rule of thumb. Be polite. Don't assume people know who you are. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. I don't know if there's an autoplay on podcasts. I don't know if people can, uh, have to deliberately come to us or if we end up in a shuffle of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if somebody put us in a podcast playlist. Podcast playlist. This is probably not very interesting to listen to. You never know. I listen to all sorts of uninteresting things on podcasts. Well, we're Josh and Michelle. This is our podcast. We're going to talk about a movie we just saw. What movie we just see? We saw Last Night in Soho. Not to be confused with South of Houston Street, but whatever... London's. I don't know. I forgot to go read the whole story, but it's, it's not... It's in North London. It's not based on, like, like South Houston Street. It's based on something from way, 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 way back. There's Nobody like really knows. It's like a myth. It's like some... It's, like, it's the Easter Island of names. I think the first thing I saw was there was some sort of hunting cry that involved the word Soho. I don't know. I, like hover hooligans? Maybe, but I honestly didn't read the whole article. I just saw a little blip of it, and I thought, I'll come back to that. And literally, I forgot until just this moment. That's good information that yeah. you didn't circle back to that. <laughs> yeah. I just want to let you guys know, I was going to tell you some information, <laughs> and then I forgot to do it. So, it's on you now. Really? It was just for me. Was it? Yeah. Everything's for the pod. I guess. Everything. Well, what's up? What's up? How's it going? What have you been up to? What's going on? What's shaking? I've been watching a lot of television. I've been watching Inside Job Without You. What is that about? On Netflix, it's about this girl. She runs the... She's become. She's trying to get her... She's trying to become the CEO of the Deep State or something. She's trying to run the whole thing. Like everything that... You know, like the moon landing and JFK. Like 
there's an organization that did all that. And then there's aliens that work there and stuff. And so she's trying what? to... This sounds like a show I would totally watch. Sorry, I started watching it and then <laughs> you were asleep. I feel I feel hurt and, and oh, betrayed. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. <laughs> I watch a ton of things with you. Well, don't tell me too much because I'm now not, that sounds that's like all I, I was going to say. Oh, and okay. Christian Slater plays the dad. What? Yeah. There it is. Um, and then I watch, I've been watching some other thing about animals, how it's a cartoon show about how they're both cartoons about how animals live in the wild. Uh, this is actually what Wait, we've been watching. Job is a cartoon? This is what we've been watching, not what I've been up to. Yeah, you <gasps> just skipped oh, right no. ahead. You didn't even do I your ruined the formula. Intro. Oh, what we've been watching. All right. We are so, off the rails. Burn the trees, it train. Uh, so. I apologize, the one, people. I don't know I apologize for you. I don't apologize for me ever. So, the <laughs> other one is about um, this guy and his niece and some other people that go around learning things about animals that they don't really tell you. Ooh. Um, and, it's, and it's animated? Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of adult. So, they'll talk about things that you usually don't talk about when, like, when I was a kid, the Staten Island Zoo, it rained. I don't, I think this is a story. It rained. I don't know if it was the same day. So they canceled our field trip to the Staten Island Zoo. But then the Staten Island Zoo came to us. <laughs> like, like we were, like we were Jay Leno or something. They brought uh, like a lizard. They brought a snake. They brought like a bird all to our uh, second grade class. Hmm. And we were like, whoa, what is this lizard doing in our classroom? Okay. But yeah, that, so. So um, they're doing this on the. It wasn't like that because. Cartoon? They don't talk about how lizards have sex, so... Oh, okay. Um, They do that kind of stuff, and they talk about other things that, you know, most people don't talk about in the, like, the passe knowledge of of animals. And um, what else have we been watching since we're already on we've, what we've been watching? We finished Nexium that ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> what? I already know some of what happened because what? I was paying attention to the news a little bit, but I, I really want to see their end of it because they were on... The, on the inside of it all. And they recorded everything. Yeah, what? What kind of... If you're going to run a weird cult, don't videotape and audio record everything. Don't well, just make it so easy for somebody to, you know, if tell you think all your everything, secrets. It's pretty much like he, he took it as he was doing a documentary. That's some ultimate trust. But he, he took... That's not even trust. Like, he... He did it like he was doing a documentary for his album. Like, that's how I mean, he know, saw everything. He I, was just like, look, I'm needing to document all the great things that I'm doing. I know, <laughs> but then you should take all the hard drives and put them in a safe in your place. Otherwise, what happened is the guy runs off and he's got all this footage, years and years of well, footage, and can put together a documentary without even trying. Well, the first thing is he's pretty cocky, but I will agree, once his wife left, I think he should have then said, yeah. hey, buddy, I'm going to come to your house with a couple of armed guards and we're <laughs> going to get all the hard drives. Right. But he didn't do that. Like I, I feel like he he was cocky enough to where oh, yeah, it's like there was no reason for him to ever right. do that because he had everybody under his control. But also, he thought everything he was doing was right. Right. Whatever. It's trippy and it's crazy and there's more to come, apparently. Did we watch another cult thing? Or was that the only cult um, recently? 
I think that's just the only recent cult thing. Maybe I don't know if we're gonna watch another cult thing. <laughs> this Probably. is our algorithm now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I just want to let you all know that we're gonna start our own MLM. Hey, we just saw a movie MLM. Yes. Incorporated. Yes. It's just gonna be. What do we sell? What do we, what is our what are we selling to our downline? Merch. We just need some merch. You want? Do you a guys want mug? merch? Do you want merch? Let us know. You don't usually let us know anything, so mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll never know. If we Maybe put we'll it just... out there. I guarantee you, we would sell two. I think we'd sell two. <laughs> I can. Yeah, it's like that game where you bet like how many <laughs> yeah, matches you have or something. I don't know. No, no, no. Um, there is a or, game like um, that. Is it spoons? No, you don't no. bet on spoons. There's some game where you say like, "Oh, I bet." Oh, yeah, it's, it's um spades. Is it? Like, yeah, you say okay. I, I could bank like five. Right. That's that. what we're doing. We're doing spades. I could. I I bet we could bank two t-shirt sales. There we go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what we've been watching. I think. Well, we also. I think we already said we married watched... at first sight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh hey, just, man. Just to let you guys know, we skipped watching Married at First Sight right now to record this so now we're gonna have to wait till later to see the craziness that ensues we are prioritizing you guys that's right and if you want to know more crazy married at first sight craziness get on the reddit on there i don't those people that. i don't want to are crazy i will go there after the season's over those people are crazy <laughs> they're acting like they're fighting over their parents i'm like you don't know these people from a toilet seat and you're like, I know Bao, and she would do this. I'm like, you don't know that woman? Never met her. All you know is from this six hours of TV, well, 46 hours of TV, how long their episodes are. You know, Reddit makes me feel kind of old. I, I feel confused and overwhelmed when I try to use Reddit. <laughs> you are old then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, then don't ever, use, don't ever use Discord. There's too much. I don't even know what that is. There's too much stuff. And then it's all nested under everything. So I'm scrolling and I think it's all it's related. Just, it's just Facebook without it's not. Without crazy aunts. I know. And I put it on my phone because you're always on Reddit. And I thought I should check this thing out. And I did follow all those like cute things that you show me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't ever get on. I forget about Reddit. Anyway. Well, Reddit has forgot about you. That was um, also amazingly entertaining information. So... What have I been up to? Um, I have been playing more guitar, getting slightly better, learning some songs, portions of songs. Where I'm like, oh, this song isn't as hard as I remember. And then also thinking, ah, I should have done this 30 years ago. And I'd be a way better guitar player and possibly more successful. Um, Because that's kind of the world I come from. It's not from like computers and boxes and stuff. Which I think I do fine with. But I'm more of a tactile guy. So I'm like, oh, if I would have learned to play guitar, after all, the guitar players I played with uh, flaked, I would have probably become a better songwriter faster. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you live and you learn, and hopefully I still get like 30 or 40 years to kind of pull it together. I'll be an old, blind guitar player. Yeah. And that'll be like my thing. People were like, oh, if he wasn't blind and old, we wouldn't think these songs were good. But now that he's blind and old, we They're love amazing. it. Amazing. We want to pay him millions of dollars to shuffle his old blind self out and play us some cool songs. And I'll be wearing hip clothing. I'll have some hip 
kid. You an old man and the the big trucker hat and the cool shoes and the trucker hat. I don't know. There's the big hat and then um I don't know if kids will be wearing trucker hats at that point. It'll that's be That's true. It'll, well, it's it'll the be equivalent. A, it'll of be whatever. a throwback to something from 2030. They'll be like, "Oh, Ugh. that guy's cool. He's wearing 2030 clothes." Right. So yeah. Um and then we went and we did a ride um throughout downtown LA, a Hollywood Holly Halloween, Halloween <laughs> Wood ride. That was cool. That um, was cool. It was, was like 20 miles, wheels. 19 miles. I think it was like 17 miles and it was one wheels and um, boosted skateboards. Is that what they're called? Boosted skateboards? Yeah. Electric skateboards. There you go. Um, Scooters, tiny motorcycle things. Yeah. Electric motorcycles. Electric bikes. What else? Oh, those um, unicycle things. The EUCs. Yeah. Everybody was out there. there. They said they think there was like 300 people. We broke a lot of laws. Shh. Well, it's true. When you have people, five people stand out in the street and while people run red lights. Yeah. the, the whole, I mean, it's 300 people blazing around downtown. So there's bound to be a little bit of ruckus being caused. <laughs> Holding up a little bit of traffic. It happens. Um, but I did not fall. I did not hurt myself. Those we watched my, other people fall. We did. Those were my main goals, not to watch but people I don't fall, think but they hurt. for me not to fall. I don't think they hurt themselves, though. No, everyone seemed fine. Didn't seem like any major accidents happened. Which reminds me, after your surgery, we need to teach you how to fall. Okay. Way after my surgery. Well, yeah, not the day <laughs> after. Like, the, he's like, okay, so make sure you give her these uh, medications, blah, blah, blah. No pressure, blah, blah, blah. Don't have her fall. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. We need to call fall time. The guy that's on corridor crew, the guy that taught them to fall. You can just watch that video or watch that video and then get a bunch of pads and things to fall on. Yeah. But also, I think if when we do the rock climb, bouldering or whatever, that would be good too because I'll be falling off of that a lot, I'm sure. The other thing that you got to learn is how to run it out as well. Yes. So I think once you get healed up, we'll go to the park and then we'll have you ride at like five miles an hour and then run off. Jump of it. off and Not run jump off. Yeah, jump and run. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Have you been up to anything different from what I've been up to? Well, for Halloween, since it was a Halloween ride, I pulled out a costume at the very last second. I wasn't going to get dressed up. And then I remembered for your Beats to the Future party. 10 year anniversary on Friday, baby. Yep. I, um, or you had worn a Marty McFly kind of vest thing. And then I remembered I have a jean jacket. And then I didn't have the little checkered shirt that he wore, but I had a Beats to the Future shirt. So I pulled together a Marty McFly costume there last second. That was fun. And then there were other Marty McFlies there. <laughs> so it was there was like, a couple it was, of us. It was like all the Jerry's. Yeah, there's a couple of us. Um, yeah. What else have I been up to? I don't know. Work. I got a new standing desk. That's not super exciting, but I don't remember if I said that yet. I think you did say that because we oh, talked okay. about the weird button. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. You're boring the people, Michelle. You're boring Okay, them. let's just move You're on. tunnel boring. Let's them. just move on. All right. Moved on. To the movie, people. We, to the movie. We 
watched, as I said, last night in Soho. And this is what IMDb has to say. Tell us. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to Mm -hmm. enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. That is very true. They do start to crack and splinter into something. This movie was like had way more jump scares than I was expecting. Yeah, I, I was wondering. I was wondering be... how you were like. After a while, I was like, "Oh, Michelle's gonna run out of the theater." <laughs> <laughs> I did jump visibly quite a few times. Yeah, for a for a um, uh, like a at least feminine seeming type of movie, it's pretty high up there. Like, hmm? um, like this movie seemed like it was kind of like um. Like, I feel like for you, people like you, like, it would draw in a lot of women that thought it was going to be, like, slightly, like, um, true crime. And it was, like, suspense horror. <laughs> and so the, a lot of, I feel like a lot of women come in who aren't into horror Well, are like, wait, what? This is... Right. <laughs> well, that's so... At first, remember, because we've been seeing previews for this movie for a thousand years now. Yeah. And the first set of previews were just confusing. Yeah. Right. They were very intriguing, but they were confusing. And then so I saw them so many times, I was like, I gotta figure out what this movie is. And then the last preview we saw was the one that actually showed you that there was something more sinister to it. And so that's when she has the vision of someone being killed and blah blah blah. But when we got into the movie, I was like, Whoa, this was way more. This is like this is a proper Halloween movie. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely had layers to it because, like you said, there was the pr- first preview where you're just kind of like, "Oh, this chick goes into the '60s," or she thinks she's going in the '60s. I thought 60s. they were going to swap lives, or yeah, like or the like, one girl was going to inhabit her or something, right? Like, or, or I thought it was going to be a sexual <clears throat> awakening movie hmm. where, like, she psychologically is someone else. To like get through into that awakening. Okay. And then, but I thought there was going to be a little, like you were saying, there was going to be something where, she, you know, the 60s girl draws her in into her awakening and then like takes her body or whatever. Right. And then when they showed like, oh no, there's like dudes attacking this chick. And then I was like, oh, what is this? And then I thought like, oh, this is the type of movie it's going to be, but I hope it's going to be good. Because we've seen that movie. We've seen these movies before. Yeah, because you didn't really want to see this movie so much. You were I like, wanted eh. to the first time. And then the second preview, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to watch another movie. I don't want to watch like another Gone Girl or whatever. Right. Um. Well, not Gone Girl, but you know what I mean. Like, woman's missing, blah, blah, blah. And we got to find her. Um, there's enough of those. Um. But then what actually happened, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of layers of uh, trickery going on. Okay, so look what I did. Look. I did an outline, <laughs> right. okay, or synopsis or whatever, because I said last time I would do it, and I'm see, I, 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 I verbally uh, attacked her until she finally did it. No, I'm just doing it because I said I would. Okay, so here's the rundown, a real quick rundown of like twelve bullet points of this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> for, 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 immediately pictured, which we also watched Kirby Enthusiasm. I immediately pictured. You like at a pitch meeting and like, okay, here are the bullet points. Right. You're like, Batman meets the Flintstones. <laughs> also, like, you know, like 
Yeah, uh, yeah, like Cruella meets such and such. Okay, uh, blah 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 meets blah blah blah. Literally, I cabaret just, meets. You can see my paper. I have literal boil. Okay. I can see. <clears throat> you're, okay. you're still writing in cursive. Okay, so Eloise, the main character, mm-hmm. they live in the country. That's right. She loves the countryside. The, the countryside, as, as the British say. She loves the sixties, mm-hmm. which actually confused me at the beginning of the movie. I was like. Wait, what decade is this that movie set was in? super confusing. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Until she put the Beats headphones on, I was just like, this is the 1980s? Until she got in the car. Because I was like, that's a modern-ish car. Oh, I didn't even notice so, that. I, and not until she got on the train and she had Beats on, I was yeah. like, oh, Then that brought okay. me all the way to the present. I was like, so are we <laughs> now or 2011? Right. <laughs> okay, so Eloise loves the 60s, gets accepted to fashion school in London hallucinates her dead mother in the mirror, moves to London, hates living in the dorm because of the mean girls. Mean girls. Too stressful. Moves to an old house with a landlady. Says she's going to be a model tenant. Immediately dreams about this 60s girl the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, Is enchanted with Sandy's life. It's glamorous. It's everything she wants. Um, they're dancing and having a good time at this club and blah, 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 blah. So she wants to be her. She changes her hair. She's, you know, whatever, embracing this whole 60s vibe. Mm-hmm. She designs the dress she sees Sandy wearing, which is actually a really pretty dress. Um, that could be a Halloween costume next year. Pink dress, and I, I, I guess. The blonde thing. It, it, well, it will fall. It will fall on the same line as Squid Game. We're like. If you actually think about the reality behind the outfit you're wearing, like it's not really a great outfit. But then I guess you put ketchup all over you, like you'd be her at the end when she was covered in ketchup. But I'm saying it's still not a, like blood. you know, what I'm saying it's still not a great outfit. Like all the things that happen within both movies. Okay, so um, then she dreams about her again uh-huh. and realizes her life is not so great. Sandy's life is not so great because she um. Okay, so Sandy wants to be a singer, but then she gets just cast as, like, a dancer girl. And now, all of a sudden, she's being pimped out by who she thought was her boyfriend to all these old rich men. Slash manager. Right. Who he tells her, oh, these are the men you need to impress if you ever want to be a singer, blah, blah. So, she starts to realize, Sandy's life is not so good. But I still love the 60s. So, then she has another dream. And she thinks she's seeing Sandy be murdered by her boyfriend manager then she hallucinates a whole bunch of ghosts everywhere she um gets john her friend at school to help her research and look for sandy's killer then she finds out that the landlady dun 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 is sandy i would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids right sandy was never murdered Sandy was the murderer. Er. She was getting her revenge. Um, That's right. So then we find out Sandy's revenge. bodies buried all over the house. And she murdered tons and tons of men. Tons of. And um, then they burned the house down. The end. There we go. There we go. Good night, everybody. Okay. So here are my five things. Fave five. Fave five. Eloise, the actress, Thomason or Thomasine. Mm-hmm. I do not know how to say her name. Maybe it's Thomason McKenzie. That I think so. Good. Her okay. name, her dad's name was probably Thomas, and he was like, uh, Tom Thomason. Okay. So anyhow, she um dropped out of she was Eloise. She is from New Zealand, 
but she dropped out of um, Top Gun to be in this movie. Smart choice. I think so. The movie came out, and also, <laughs> what would she do in Top Gun? I don't know. I hope not the love interest, because she looks like she's nine. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, like, oh, Tom, come on. She is also, um, she her a next project for her is called Perfect, where she plays Carrie Strug. That's not about this movie, mm. but that's interesting about her. I could see that. That's pretty good. Yeah. And um, the director... She came on the director's radar from being in that movie that we watched, um, Leave No Trace. Remember she played the daughter living in the woods? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he liked her natural easiness vibe about her. Whatever. Yeah. But. And okay. she was in GGG Rabbit. Oh, yeah. She was. Um, was she the girl on the wall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was She was the Jewish girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so apparently. We are fans of director um, Edgar Wright. I know that name. I did not realize how many of his movies we enjoy and you're like, watch. You're like, he, he made our uh, soda stream. <laughs> right. He um, is the writer-director for Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. Oh, yeah. I saw a thing about him, and I saw his name, and they were talking about him, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know that he had done this movie. Also, I was wondering why they brought him up. This is the... This movie feels like a huge departure from the other movies. Yes, but totally. um, also director writer um, Baby Driver Scott Pilgrim, hmm. um, writer for Ant Man. I could see, I could see tie-ins to all those movies except for Ant Man. Wait, he directed? Did he? Di- he directed Scott Pilgrim and yes. the other one. He. I wonder if he uses the so same cinematographers. Yeah, yeah, but I'm wondering if he used the same cinematographer because they always do that kind of like, whoo, where they like do the yeah, quick cut yeah. and then all that. Like Hot Fuzz did that. Like they put on their belts. It's like, right. So interesting. Um, And then also a new project. It doesn't have a date, but it's on his IMDb is The Running Man. Oh, snap. So, yeah. Classic. So we shall see. How um, about your spine? Okay, so that's two, right? All right. Um, Number three. The this movie had its LA premiere and is the first movie to do so have a premiere at the brand new Academy Amazon. Museum. Oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. we need to go. I keep I forgetting. Know. We need to get tickets and go. Tickets it looks and very go. cool. We but shouldn't... you know what they have? They have this like extra like little add on experiences that I think it's like 15 or 20 dollars. You can take a picture. With a real Oscar. Oh. For an extra $15. You already have to pay to get into the museum. I know, but I'm just saying, like, then the line would be out the door. Also, they got to clean those things. You can hold an Oscar and take a photo. They got to clean those things. I know. It's a high commodity. I don't know. I guess it's just a leftover Oscar. It's like one they made for the academy, for the museum, maybe. Well, you know, they make them every year. But you could, that's like saying, like, hey, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame lets you hold Jimi Hendrix's guitar for 20 extra dollars. Like, hey, if you like Jimi Hendrix, put the gloves on and put hold the guitar. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, I a, so. it's a worthy thing if it means something to you. Like, people, people go on Hollywood Boulevard right now and do that stupid thing where the open star is there. And then those oh, people yeah, put, yeah. The put the letters down letters and put your it. name down. And then they tell you to lay down on that dirty Gross. friggin' ground Guys, that people ever, pee on. If you ever come to Hollywood... Don't touch don't the Don't touch the ground. Don't touch the ground. Don't sit on the ground. Don't 
Kiss the don't nothing. People live there. People pee there, defecate there, everything. And if you're going to walk around Hollywood, and I'm not always the best about this, but over the years, I've gotten way better. Don't wear sandals. I finally got her on this board. Don't wear sandals. I got her on board. You wear sandals one day. When you get back to your hotel or your Airbnb, look at your feet. Yeah. You'll not wear sandals the next day. Because this is the thing. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to wear nothing but sandals. You're going to wear a flower dress. You're going to kneel down or sit down like bare butt on the street. Then you're going to go and then either sit or lay in your bed and then spread all those nasty, gross germs, Hollywood germs. That's all just yourself. our little P- PSA. PSA. Sorry. <laughs> That's our, that was our ad. Like most podcasts have ads. Yeah. We just do personal PSAs. PSAs. Okay. So, okay. Number four. Ta- no, wait, what's her name? Anya Taylor-Joy really sang downtown. I can believe it. Yeah, me too. She's she's talented. Yeah. They she said, knows chess. They said, hey. She can she can see oh, 300 right. degrees. I wonder how many hyphenates she is. She's like chess player, singer. She did some dancing, so I assume she can dance. But I wonder how good she Actor? is at chess. She just played a chess person. So I wonder if she... Like, could hold her own amongst lamos like us. She, I believe she, well, she had to memorize. She, all yeah, those she definitely moves, could beat me in chess. I don't know I any think strategies. She can legit play. I want to see her play. Why hasn't Jimmy Fallon played her in chess or whatever? Or maybe I haven't seen it. It's like, hey, what's up? We've got, what's her Anya Taylor Joy and right. Bobby Fisher's uncle. <laughs> yeah. Here to play chess. I do want, now I do wonder if she can play. I know she had to memorize all the sequences, but that's, that helped. Like, that's, that's better a than huge me. Accomplishment. I, when right I play there. chess, I'm like, uh, horsey go here. And this, and then people are like, checkmate. I'm like, wait, what happened? They're like, you just exposed yourself. And I'm like, I still have my pants on. I don't. Yeah, I would be like, how can I jump spaces? Like how you jump <laughs> yeah. over king, and you You're collect. like, king me. Right, king me. Okay. I've never understood chess. I've never even tried. I don't. I you don't never play chess? No, I don't. I don't care to. We should play and just make a fool of ourselves. Can we just make up the, the <laughs> yeah. rules? We'll, like, just, we'll just play checkers with okay. really fans. That's fine. I can do that. <laughs> that sounds good. It'd be so embarrassing. Okay. So I was like, oh, you guys play chess? Uh, like we go to the park and we look all serious. Yeah. Like we'll both, I'll wear an old man like tweed jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um. Okay. This was, okay. The scene in the, um, you know, the fancy club, the first club that she goes to in, uh-huh. in the pink dress and she wants to be a singer there and it's the famed um, Cafe de Paris, real club. What? It was filmed like blocks, not blocks away, but like three doors down from the actual club somewhere that else. That used to be there or is it still there? Is, well, trick question. It was still there when they filmed, but they filmed three, they didn't film the actual club. They just filmed close by. I don't know why, but, um, the club had been there for a very, very long time, but COVID. COVID! Yeah, you're killing our history, COVID. COVID closed the real You're like the club. slave traders of the whole world. You're killing our culture. I think that was five. I have more things, but I will just tell you about them later. No, wait, here's Maybe. one more. Okay, last one. Okay, last one. This is a sad one. Okay, you know, at the beginning of the movie, and it said, For Diana... Do you remember that? Before the movie started, black yes. screen for Diana. Like okay. Princess Diana? No. Diana Krauss? No. Diana, Diana Ross. Diana Rigg or Riggs. Um, 
she, uh, Mrs. Collins, she was oh the the landlady. Yeah, she died last mm. October or last September. She was older, eighty something. Mm-hmm. Also, the bartender lady, the boss. Oh, she died too. She died too last Man. October. Yeah. The the dude that she thought was a killer didn't get hit by a car, did he? No. Okay, good. But all of the older actors in the movie, um, like Mrs. Collins, mm-hmm. the bartender, the old guy, there was a fourth older person. But anyway, I thought he didn't seem as old as the other people. Uh, the bartender was 70-something. Oh. Hmm. Landlady was 80-something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how the older guys. But they were all actually like big-time... Actors in the sixties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. that guy. I remembered him for sure. Yeah, and the old lady. I remember for something recent ish. Um, the landlady was. I think the landlady was. Um, we didn't watch it, but she was Game of Thrones and a couple of things. Like when I looked at her IMDb, I was like, oh hey, we know that. Anyway, <laughs> all okay. I know is Hannah Higgs Higgs Boson, whatever her name is. Huh? The chick from Ted Lasso. That's oh, the only yeah. person I know from Game of Thrones. Um, anyway, oh, Jason Momoa, I guess. So uh, this was their, both of well, their last films. They did a great job yeah. as their last film, as far as we know. Yeah, I never know. Sometimes they'll be like, this is so-and-so's last film. And there's like four other films that they were kind of in or didn't think was going to see the light of day, but the producers want to capitalize on their death. So, um, yeah, I, I really like this movie. I'm glad we saw it because after the second preview, I was kind of like, well, I guess the last preview Super that they had. Heavy. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be. But it was completely not what I thought it was going to be. It was actually worse and sadder than I thought it was going to be. And also better and more, not terrifying, but suspenseful than I thought it was going to be. And also, I don't know much about, I only know about my own mental illness, as we all do. But I don't really know anything about, like, the clinical mental illness, but it helped. I think it's a movie that would help people see, like, even if it's a fraction true of like what people are experiencing and going through with schizophrenia and, and different other things going on. Where you're like, wow, that's a lot to have to deal with and um, that you can't shake like, and you can't control. Like, I watched a, I saw something, I read it the other day. This lady, um, the ER, the EMS came. And gave her all these drugs to get her to stop. She was having like a Tourette's um, 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 episode. Episode, yeah. Sorry, I was, the only thing I think of is like old man thoughts, like when we were younger, and you'd call them like fits. Right. Like, not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right word. Um, but she was having an episode, and so she had taken. They had given her all these things. It took her still like an hour and a half to stop like twitching and things like that. And um, she, it was her talking about how all these people are doing like fake Tourette's and disabilities, oh, yeah. like they're acting like they have a tick. And yeah. Um, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh man, like you know, you just I have my own things that I'm go through physically and whatnot, but it's just like to think about on that level of, you know, you all you want to do is like make a dress or whatever, and then all of a sudden you see somebody or something thing, and you just go into this panic, and I'm like, wow, that's so. That's it's a lot. lot of the stuff to deal with. Though. Yeah. Um, I feel like they did a good job at doing that. And it was done in a a respectful, but also um, fantasy horror way as well. So 
Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Now that we know how the movie ends and that she was seeing the ghosts of the men who were killed in that house. Right. Do we think that she was hallucinating her mom or seeing her mom's ghost? Because she saw, she Mm. learned things from her visions and dreams that she would not otherwise know. Right. That actually had, that were truthy. So this just dawned on me. Was she hallucinating her mom or was she seeing her mom's ghost? And everything was in mirrors. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Another Candyman situation. Well, I mean, not all the ghosts, but like everything started in mirrors. Right. Her mom. Yeah. Everything. That's interesting. I didn't really think about that part. But like once. Once. Yeah. It kind of. Like the that end portion, like there was some of the ending of the movie that I was kind of like, eh, I wish they would have done that, because uh, it, it's also kind of too complicated for my brain. Like you, you're like, hey, these guys are rapists. These guys are rapists. You guys are rapists, and then it's like, help us. We we've been murdered. We're buried in the floor, and I'm kind of like, I don't care. You know, I'm just gonna like, you guys kind of deserved it. So it's just like this weird flip of uh to a different um paradigm, but. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. It seems like, because let's just go, let's just start with the dreams, right? So the dreams that she was having, um, either she's time traveling clairvoyant or someone was injecting that into her mind. Um, but she could be feeding off of the memories of those men. Somehow, like they could be feeding it to ghost. her, or the ghost. Like, if I was to sit here and think about my childhood, and then somehow you could read my mind, and then you know, like, um, Dr. Xavier or whatever, like, be like, oh, well, let me just step into this. Well, here's what we don't so what was not confirmed were the actual like events, right. We just know that it was confirmed that that was who she was seeing because yeah. we saw the picture at the end that that in fact was her, right? Um, and some of the things from the room that she saw in her visions, right? There that was were the, downstairs. the the portly dancing lady. Like right, when I saw like that, I was like, "Ooh, a figurine!" Like, yeah. And there was something else that was telltale from the yeah original room. So. Yeah, it could have been like the how what the men thought she did. I don't know. Yeah, like where did those visions come from? Or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. she's not dead. She's not a ghost. Right. Yeah. That that because that, that was the thing is we thought that she was talking. What was her name? Sandy. We thought I was gonna say Susie. We thought that Sandy was talking to her, but it was really the the pimp and the the assaulters that were talking to her somehow, or their Maybe. or their experiences. Since their bodies or whatever were in the room were oozing memories. I don't really know how ghosts work. I just sent out a thing saying I don't believe in ghosts. Or maybe she had so much energy from all of this left in this room. It was like residual sandy energy that was absorbed. You know, it's funny. Remember yesterday when I was giving you my high thoughts? I was not high. But when I was talking to you about... (laughs) Um, how there's 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 um there's three dimensions, but then there's also time. <laughs> yes. Because I was like, I'm standing in this doorway. <laughs> yes. But ten years ago, a person, a parent, could have been standing in the doorway talking to their child in the same apartment. Right. And so that kind of idea, I think, 
is what we're talking about, where you can be in the same place and then somehow absorb some things from that exact place, but decades later. Um, it doesn't apply to everything because she didn't fall asleep in the in the um the speakeasy or wherever she was dancing, the dance hall place. Right. Um, she so, always left the apartment. Right. So yeah, it, it's it's kind of hard to tell. And I don't even know if we talked to the director if he, he'd be like, I don't know, man. Like right. I just read this thing and it was like, get off my back. Right. Uh the thing I thought that was really interesting is I feel like I was slightly um still on the right page of this. So there's a lot of weird like layers and like it's kind of like if you fold it over, like you took a piece of dough and then like kept folding it over like to make a croissant or something. Oh yeah. Because like I think on the baking show. Yeah. And so I because I British one. I think the the what I thought originally, which was this was like a coming of age, um, like a finding her sexuality thing. There was a element of that in there, but then there was the element of this like suspense, and then there's this element of like just coming to age, not sexual, just like she had been living. I was supposed to say in the woods. That was her <laughs> other character. She was living in the countryside and kind of sheltered, and then she just gets thrust into London, and then she's this wide-eyed like five foot two little girl right. um, going off to college. So there was that. And then there was this kind of, you know, she, she, which I think is attractive to anybody who, I think we all go through phases where we like the decades that were, well, this was like five decades before her, but we like a couple of, usually like two to three decades before we existed because it was so like, wow, what was, you know, me, I was like, what was the 70s and the 50s like? And they're like, it sucked. We had to drink. <laughs> I cut my lip on Pepsi cans all the time. Like the way you <laughs> opened them was really horrendous. Um, But she got, she had that kind of obsession and then she starts having these dreams. So then there's this dream where there's a man that's interested kind of in her character, whatever. And then also she's getting like attention and then also she's dressing nice. She's doing all these things that she's never heard of or, or experienced in a time period that she is obsessed with. And so then like that like draws her in. So like I thought it was I, the thing I wrote down was a wet dream that becomes a nightmare no. where you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is what I always wanted. And there's like, man, and blah, blah, blah. And I get to smoke and blah, blah, and I wear these dresses. And, and then it's like, wait, what the heck is this? This is, I didn't, I didn't know this part of the 60s. And I, right. Which is she, also. Her face, she was so disappointed when she went back into like that third dream, I think it was. Right. She was trying not to go to sleep. She's like, I'm not going to play the record player. I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> and then and she was like, ugh, you're such a loser. Like, you're not singing. You don't have this amazing life like I thought you were going to have. You're just one of those chorus girls with their butt out. Right. And I think that's the other interesting thing about this, too, because it's that whole, um, I many episodes ago, I talked about one of my favorite Warner Brothers cartoons where that girl um, is being courted, the chicken girl is being courted by another chicken. And he's like, I want to have babies and we can live on the farm. And she's like, I want to live in the big city. And then like the guy, the I think he was a wolf. Yeah, um, they're usually wolves. And he's like, hey, you want to come to the city? I'm going to make you a star. And she's like, yeah. And then she ends up like washing clothes. Oh, right. And then the guy comes and saves her, gets in a fight. And then they move back to the city and then they have a bunch of And that's kids. kind of the coming of age story that we see is this 
So they're both like bright-eyed hopefuls right. in London. Right. Uh, Eloise wants to be a designer. Sandy wanted to be a singer. But Sandy's actress. way more confident. Oh yeah, but they're still right. big-eyed, bright-eyed, hopeful. And then we they see, are both big-eyed, yes. right? And then we see Sandy's dreams just obliterated. Yes. And so, like at the end, when she says, "You know, you are kind of right. A girl did die in that room." Yeah. You know, and she was, you know, meant her younger hopeful self <laughs> died when she um started getting pimped out by her manager and then murdered him. <laughs> yeah. Her innocence and um and hope was gone. Yeah, and I think that was the that was the interesting thing because there, then the other layer is is the entertainment business and like how that kind of works. Right. Where people like you know, whether it's ends up being as horrific as that or just um like I was watching um one of the a thing about one of the ladies from Living Single and how she had been on the Cosby show, she had the living single success, and then people were like, Oh, we've already got two black actresses. <laughs> She's like, Wait, what? They're like, We don't need like we we've got, you know, I forgot who it was, it was like Nia Long and somebody was like, We've those are the people we cast. We do, we don't need any more black women in movies. Mm. Um, and so you run into all these things in the music business of all these gates that people put up. It's like, You're a woman, you're black, you're Persian, you're you're a hillbilly. You're blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't want you. But then sometimes they're like, we love you, babe. And meanwhile, like, I went through that. Like, uh, you know, I was like, I was doing stand-up for a while. And then there was a big club. And the manager kept saying he liked me and was going to put me up. And he just kept, like, kind of just playing around with that. Right. And I was just kind of like, dude, what is going on here? I never found out why, anything like that. I was just like, I don't really need this. Um but I think, you know, the other side of it is just kind of like the entertainment industry and how weird it could be sometimes that people say they're going to do one, do a thing, but their whole intention is to like, to like, oh, yeah, we're going to get you top billing. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you're playing, you know, a crack addict. You're like, right. You're like, like, what? I thought I was going to be, right. I thought I was going to be a banker. It's like, nah, you're going to be the, the crack addict. And like, yeah, but I was trying to do something really like hopeful. You know, I didn't want to be another black crack addict. And they're like, eh. You know what, though? I So that was a scene, like, Eloise was really disappointed in her. Like, she was visibly disappointed in right. Sandy. Um, but, well, Sandy was very disappointed in Sandy. Well, that's what I was going to say. I love this scene right. for how <laughs> sullen and right. upset she looked while on stage. She was like, I'm here. I'm going to do this because I have to, I guess. Right. But... I am not giving an ounce more energy into this than I have to. Right. And her whole face was just so angry at having to do it. And I was just like, I love that scene for right. how she played that. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. It, it Because we've me... all done things we don't want to do and we do right. it with a sullen face. <laughs> We're right. just kind of like throwing a little bit of a fit while we do it. That's what it felt like. She was kind of throwing a fit. It, you know, what's funny is it made me think about like the power dynamics that I've never really understood until like the last 15 years or so, where like if you, um, I think there was some conversations that happened between some of the men and women, uh, I think in the first club. Yeah. When she walked in and she was like, I'm a singer and blah, blah, blah. And like that interaction and that game that um, was played, not really like it seems like women just kind of wanted to get their money and get out of there or, you know, like uh, kind of like that SNL sketch with, um, ah, dang, I thought I remember her name, where she plays the really old actress 
And she's like, well, you know, and when I was working with, oh, yeah. what's his name in the 40s? Is that like Kate McKinnon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of like that, where it's just like, if you're lucky enough, hopefully mainly back then, people just talked a lot of smack and, you know, whatever. And then you could just be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then like move on with your day. But just how much of it was, you know, this kind of pretty much what was happening is was that the guys were like, oh, that's a pretty name. She's like, oh, thank you. Right. You know? oh, thank and it was you. just kind of like this. I wish they would really notice I am not interested in any of this crap. I didn't pay attention to how many different names she gave. I, tr- I was trying to back to like once, once she's because one time she said the name, the fake name that she had as the old lady. And then when she, then we started to realize that she was Sandy. I was like, oh, wait, she gave that name. Her real name is Alexandra. Right, right, right. I think she and said that Alex. She said, like, my name is Alex. And they go, no, tell us your, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. your real name. So and she's like, Sandy. I was reading an article about, like, oh, details maybe you missed in right. this movie. So the whole thing is that this, the old, the landlady, Sand, old Sandy, Mrs. Collins, Miss Collins told us who she was in the very well, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ocean's Eleven for sure. She introduced herself as Alexandra, which we find out later Sandy's real name is Alexandra. Right. And then she also was talking about the smell in the house and yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 all the dead bodies. I didn't even think about the smell. Yeah. Right? And then um, the thing about 8 p.m. I don't know. This one felt like a stretch, but it said that there was significance to 8 p.m. Because remember, she was like, no men after 8. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm assuming has to do with the fact that she would bring men back right? right, and then would kill them. But also they tied it to the fact that her first date with What's-His-Face was supposed to be at 8 o'clock. And then he was super late. I don't know. That felt like more of a stretch, but it feels like more of the like the no men thing. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely like, I don't want any other women going through what I went through. Right. So no men in the building. Right. Um. Yeah, so... But yeah, there definitely was a game because that guy... So the manager guy, what was his name? Jack. Yeah. So they, they're they having all this fun. They're dancing, blah, blah, blah. And then that guy that kept trying to hit on her, like the older guy, came back and was like, do I get a turn on the dance floor or something? Right, and right. she was like, no. And then the guy was like, she's spoken for and trying to like, whatever, protect her. And then the old guy calls her a whore or something. And Jack goes back and punches him in the face and they fight or whatever. I think they both like had a couple of blows. Something. Anyway, so he was defending her honor and they run off, blah, blah, blah. Then we see a few dream nights later, he's all palling around with that same old guy. Like now that he started pimping her out, he's pals with that guy. And I've, I'm like, oh, was that all just a ruse to like endear yes, that- her to him? It's like, that um what is it the the um that scam when you get somebody you and another person get somebody to rear end you <laughs> or like right, right, when right. you find out you're when you find out that your lawyer is also the lawyer for the record label <laughs> and you're like oh, uh, oh man all this yeah. advice they've been giving me is all yeah. for the record label I'm like oh that was all a con she thought she was meeting right, being him courted. to get something that she wanted and really he was like oh i can use you to do this other thing because you think i'll promote i wonder so to be a singer so was was he just was he literally pimping her or was he using her 
for it to, for him to go up through the ranks. Because I, I never both. saw money exchange. I Remember, don't think. there was money on the table. Mm, okay. Um, that in that one scene, like the first time. Yeah. She ended up home with somebody else. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I just remember him being like, "Like, what do you think this is? Is this we got to keep these people happy so you right. can move up?" Um. Yeah the um. The the well, is he the boyfriend? They're not boyfriend girlfriend. Um, what was the guy's name? The 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 other student. John. John. John was such a funny character because yeah. he was so supportive, but he was also so timid. Like he was always like hunched and like he always looked like he was in trouble. He's like, "Do you want me to help you with something?" Well, so I think and I just like, that hmm. it feel like he was like he was like somebody who loves cats, but then finds themselves in the same room as like a bobcat, and you're <laughs> like, "I think you're cool." But also, you could rip my face off at any moment. <laughs> so I'm going to sit over here and just keep telling you that we're cool. And I'm here for you. I'll feed you. Just don't rip my face off. Because I, I feel like, you know, I don't know. And he was just like a timid I don't know if it was that. I feel like that's how he felt about everything. But I think with her, he was like kind of ride or die. Because he was, he which was, was though, which yeah. was actually, that was the one thing that was kind of weird. It was kind of like... His, his, um, it was almost like he had some sort of dream special power because he always was figured out where she was. <laughs> like when she almost stabbed the girl, like he showed up, even though he said he was going to go somewhere else. She was running well, after the old guy or away from the old guy. And then he found her in the rain. He saw the, then, he heard the ambulance or saw the lights or something and went running because he knew she worked there and he had seen the thing. Driving away. Uh, okay. Yeah, but he did just happen to be. Yeah, there. it was just like, okay, it so seemed like not, he was just like, wait, he was like, oh, I got to check on her and make I sure think she's okay. Yeah, I think, okay, so maybe he's not afraid of a bobcat, but I think his character was just like, you know, timid. But also, um, well, I think he was just a nice guy. Like well, maybe yeah. he just seemed timid. He was a nice guy. I'm just saying, he was way more nice than I would. Okay, so this was what I was thinking was, okay, Josh. Would you have stuck by that girl if she's like Yo, acting crazy? First of all, and like running from ghosts and like I've, almost stabbing someone in the eye. I've I read Native Son, and I like I even told you about this when 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 you passed out, and I was like, oh no, my wife's gonna die on me, and then the <laughs> cops are gonna come and be like, you murdered this white woman, and so yeah, like it, after that thing in the apartment, I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, I cut up my feet. Um, you were flipping out like crazy. The old lady said she's gonna kill me. She saw my face. She's gonna turn me into the police, and like I'm good. I was really surprised when he talked to her again after that night on uh, the Halloween. Very much so. I'm also that surprised party. that the old lady didn't kill him. She's right. been through so much, so much trauma. Well, she did try. At the end, she stabbed him. Well, and I don't yeah, know but I'm saying in that he sat there bleeding out on the floor for a long time. I don't know. Maybe he got stabbed in the good colon parts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like where there's not much blood pumping in the colon. You got a good step. Yeah, maybe it went in between like all the all the, the colon stuff. folds. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I guess the colon's lower. The in intestinal folds. Organs. It's just one of those like yeah, miracle those weird stabbings. things. Yeah, like you were shot in the head, but somehow it like ricocheted away from your brain and <laughs> right. came out your ear. Right. 
what? How did that happen? Yeah. Bullet goes in the front of the head, comes out the yeah. ear, never touches the brain. Very weird. Yeah, but that was a very interesting character to be a brand new person that you met. I don't know. I guess he just felt very. Well, he said he goes. He, he knows kinda... what he and he knows what it feels like to be. Oh yeah, different. not alone. He's different or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Funny was... thing is, we never saw any of his designs, and he also wasn't the final design show. He sucked as a designer, or he invested so much of his time into this girl that mm-hmm. he failed. Yep. She succeeded, and he got an F that semester. I, and everything. I was surprised. Maybe they had shows on different days. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we just didn't see his, which They're is like, kind of rude also. What's his name? Chris? Thomas? John. John. They're like, John, you've turned in none of your homework. He's like, well, I want to let you know there's a girl I'm kind of dating. She's um, she's having dreams about another girl, and that girl's dead. And they're like, okay, stop lying to us. You get an F. She's a lot. She's just a lot of you energy. Need, you need to break up with her. And get your studies in order. Your maths. I, I did love the joke about how he knew, he, he understood moving from somewhere else, from oh, yeah, South, South London, London to North London. London. <laughs> hey, city people, that's what that, you know, that probably happens here. Oh, I totally, I moved uh, to, you know, I, I moved to West LA and it was really hard. Where'd you move from? Uh, or not West LA, uh, West Hollywood. Like, where'd you move from? Like, Hollywood? And they're like, oh. Okay. I mean, but the neighborhoods are very different. They so are, very, and that's be... the thing. If you're a church mouse, you may not know the difference between <gasps> Hollywood and West play Hollywood. A church mouse. That's she I literally is like wrote. The I personification wrote, um, of a church mouse. I really wrote church mouse on my notes. Yes, she's a church mouse. She is their little, her little bitty voice, and she whispers. And then she has the, her jaw comes London. in. Is like really? I'm here to be fashion yeah. student. She needs to play like a. Now she needs to play like um, an assassin or something soon. Well, she's about to play a gymnast with a small voice. Wait, so. that's not an assassin. No, but it's a powerful little <laughs> person or being. Oh my goodness! She is she assassins on the gymnastics floor. I'm like, she needs to be a fish. You know, she like, she, she's going to be a bird in the next movie. Well, that's gymnasts her. are powerful. They're not assassins, though. I never okay. gymnasts don't kill. Well. Oh, yeah. OJ wasn't a gymnast, but, you know, he All did right. kill people. Okay. But, yeah, the boyfriend, that was, yeah, that was, he was, he he definitely is a person, like, if you can, you can keep him, you need to keep him. Because after all that, she almost stabbed a girl in the head. She almost got him killed. She almost got him killed again. Um, She drug him all over town. We don't know if he failed for the semester. Right. And he still stuck around. What do we think happened to the mean girl? I guess she was there. She's this is what's gonna happen in the mean girl. She's going to finish school and she's gonna be a fashion critic. Hmm. She's not gonna do anything in fashion. I'm not knocking fashion critics, but she looks like one of those people that like she doesn't have it all, but she still wants to be in the industry and she but the, the biggest thing is she's she wants to dominate over people. And that's and all she wants. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. She doesn't want to be a fashion designer. Right. She wants to dominate over people. Right. And so, you know, that's the best way to do it. She's like, oh, well, you know, I went to fashion school and that dress is atrocious. And you're like, oh, My shut uncle up. also killed himself. <laughs> oh, so yeah, brave. I forgot about that. You're so brave. <laughs> my mom killed herself. Like, my uncle killed my, himself. Oh, like, so oh. I know exactly how you feel. Like, so, I've done that kind of, comp- not comparison. Just like, I, I understand lost family, like, 
um, whatever, but I've never said like, I can feel your pain when your mother died and my right. uncle died of the same disease. These are totally different experiences. Right. So. so I read a thing that was saying how the mean girl, and I forgot her name, um, was something. Lapita Nyong'o? Uh, she was um, supposedly like, oh, Jocasta was her name. Oh, yeah. She was supposedly like Michael Jocasta. The like physical, the manifest, the personification of the stress that Eloise was going through. So like the meaner Jocasta was was kind of in balance with the crazier Eloise or the more stressed out she was feeling. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't put all that together. No. I, I feel like that I'm like, eh. that feels like also a stretch, but yeah. That is another thing I read. I will say that that once everything started coming out during the day, I was like, oh. Like when she saw... All those ghosts at the library? Well, the ghosts at the library was pretty crazy. Yeah. The only the only bad thing about that CGI was it reminded me of Fright, The Frighteners, which was not a scary movie at all. So I was kind of like, mm. But um, I think it was what? when she was in the... When she was... When she was in the sewing, not the sewing room, the room where they're all putting their dresses together. The design room? Like their classroom? Sure, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know these terms. The classroom. It's not my world. It's school. They actually filmed at the real school. Ooh. Um, but when she was dressing that girl and then she saw um Alex and she was like, ah! and like knocked the thing oh, over gosh, and everybody yeah. I was like, that would be so embarrassing. It was yeah. like it's like ten times worse than when you like wake up. While sleeping in school, you go. <laughs> People are like, "What is wrong with you?" You know, and so it's just like once it started becoming real, I'm like, "That." I was so good. nervous that whole library scene. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna attack somebody. She's gonna attack she, a ghost. She didn't it's gonna know, be a person." Yeah, she didn't know who was a ghost because that was the crazy thing. It was the one guy she the shot time, who she thought was a ghost, right? But was a guy, and all, I was like, "Oh no, this is about to escalate." Yeah, all the times that she saw the ghost. Um, during when she wasn't sleeping, there was always like a 10% chance or a 10% reality actually that it was a person because we'd see the ghost and she'd be like, get away from me, I'm pushing people. And then there was nothing there. And then every once in a while, she'd be like pushing somebody down. And I was like, oh, right. this is really escalating really poorly. Right. I was wondering if the scene in the alleyway that she was running through like the gauntlet of ghosts. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if there were any actual real people right. when they grabbed her. Right, right, right. I was half expecting the scene to flip and show us like somebody was trying like, to contain her. I know her. what you did last summer when they're like, calm down. There's nobody right, right, on right. the second floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying to hold her and contain her and calm her down. Right. But then it didn't do that. And I was like. Oh, maybe she's just completely alone in this alleyway. Um, the cop was very interesting. Like the the cop was a great character in the sense of like it, of blurring the lines of all the stuff we already knew. Because once once I once Alex exposed herself, I was going through the movie like, oh yeah, oh crap, As oh yeah, murderer. oh yeah, oh crap, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it was funny because that cop character was so. Um, not nebulous. Is nebulous the, lady the word? Or the man? No, the, the there were two cops. No, the old guy, the guy who turned out to be the actual cop. Oh, the guy that, at the bar. That, the vice cop. The guy at the bar. Yeah, the vice okay. cop. But he was so um vague. Why was he so creepy? That's what I'm saying. He was so vague and so creepy, and also old. Like there's certain old people, they just look kind of creepy. 
Um, so he he had all those characters going on to where we were so like, this is the guy. Because he right. had kind of sunken eyes. That dude has really we sunken so eyes. Convinced. That was yeah. insane. Um, but they had like a similar face facial feature. And so we're like, oh, that's the guy. And she's got to prove it. True crime podcast. Here we go. And then it was like, oh, no, that guy was the, that was the guy that the last person she met that told her, like, there's a way out, which would be an interesting side movie about why she didn't work with the vice guy. And she just decided, I guess it was it was brought on her. Like, he probably propositioned her to, like, help her get out. And then she was like, eh, I don't know. And then went back with that dude. Or I guess she tried to leave. That's what it was. She tried to run because that's what the girl was running after her. Because she told um, uh, the, the Neanderthal guy, her manager. Jack. There you go. She said, I'm done with this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what are you doing? You oh, blah, that's blah. right. She and then she took, a, she, she took off running. And then um, the main chick took off running after Alex. Mm-hmm. And so, Sandy. yes. So she took a well, Sandy Alex. Yeah, but she goes by Sandy the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I go by her real name, her government name. Alex isn't even her real name. Well, whatever. So, <laughs> um, so you broke my, my mind. So the she's yeah she's chasing the fig the past history of the other chick. Um, and so. I think she didn't have time to make that decision because just like how this all, well, I guess she, she kind of set all this in motion, but all the bad stuff was set in motion by her manager. And so I'm sure that guy said, Hey, there's a way for you to get out of this. And she's like, eh, I don't know. And then at some point the guy went crazy and then she had to make a decision. Like, but I she was kill so this broken at that point. She didn't even look like I, she yeah, just, not, she just yeah. looked resigned I, to this life. But I'm just saying like, if, he wouldn't have done that possibly if the cop kept coming by and talking with her, kind of like he did that other girl. Um, right. He kept talking to that girl right. for some reason. Um, maybe he thought she, because she was new, he was kind of watching out for her, but also trying to make sure she wasn't becoming a prostitute. So maybe that's maybe. the angle he was coming at, but he was just coming at it really creepy, harsh. Yeah. And so it really wasn't helping the situation. So he's like, this chick's acting weird. And I'm like, is she getting into the business? Like, we gotta, I gotta look out for her. Um, so I feel like <laughs> and then she, she chases him into the street and he dies. Right. He's like, I was trying to help you. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. That 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 character was a giant smokescreen. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the twist, like I loved the ending. I love it when a movie tricks me the whole movie. Yeah. And I had, I did not see her being Miss Collins being Alexandra Sandy Collins. Yeah. The whole movie. Joan Collins? No, not Joan. And then, like you're saying, like the trick of the guy. Yeah. Um, being the, the old creepy guy. Cause I thought so. I was like, oh, she's going to get him. She's going right. to trap him and she's going to solve this mystery. She broke that glass. She's like, I know. You yeah, she was like, you killed her. And I was like, tell him, tell him, girl. Right. I was like, oh, she's about to get him. Uh, and then, no. And then, and then we found out that they, they Hillary Clinton. Yeah. That was that, a I good think that's twist. The that thing. was not an M. Night Shyamalan twist. No. That was but, a good twist. But I think, I think the, the great thing about this was kind of not, not that that was great. It was the next in thing where you're kind of like, oh, wait, this was a woman <laughs> the whole time. 
like Keith was top, but uh, the Allison chick right. was the one that was kind of like wrangling the whole thing. Allison so Mack you thought, was like the lady wrangler. So you thought like, oh, well, this guy. And obviously there was a bunch of horrible men that did stuff, but we were like pinpointing on this guy was the reason why all this happened. Right. And he's the blah, blah, blah. And that's why she disappeared and is broken. And it's really like some other guy, but also she then turns out to be the murderer. She took control of the situation. Right. And uh, dispatched I, with all these men. I oh, yeah. will say, though, they they <laughs> they seem to deserve what they get, but uh-huh. they seem like they didn't need it. Like, she only really needed to kill one person, in my point of view, but also I've never been through the trauma she's been through. Right. But it's kind of like one of those things where, you know... You have a you have a Dexter code, and the code well, is like kill the person that was harming you. But then she's like, ah, "I'm just gonna keep going." Yeah, which yeah, I mean, murder is bad, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I did find it interesting because this is what I guess this is what the audience was supposed to feel was like murder's bad, but she did go through a lot, right? So up until which. If anybody is like really insistent that you drink a cup of, cup of tea, don't drink it. That's okay? true. Like if they hand you a cup of tea, if they say have a cup of tea, and they dearie, keep, they let keep me explain something. To drink you. your tea. If anyone says drink right. your tea, do not drink whatever they just handed you. Um, what so, was the thing in 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 um, escape room two? Didn't they do something with a tea or a drink? I don't know. I thought it was a t- like her therapist. I thought she said. No, that was just like a book and a thing. Oh, it was a book. That's yeah. what it was. It was a book. Um, but there's, you know, everything is like drink, drink your tea, drink right, your right. tea. Don't drink the tea. Uh so anyway, but I think we were kind of like on her side, like we were all Eloise in that moment a little bit. Like Eloise was like, I won't tell anyone. I right, totally right. get it. Like they deserved right. it all. I because she had been witnessing what Sandy had been going through with, right. via these visions. So she was like, Yeah. Good for you until we find out that that Alexandra is trying to kill our beloved Eloise. That's true. I then forgot we about kind that. of flip and a little bit. And then she stabbed Then she John. stabbed John. Good job. And, <laughs> we and about, was like, I was like, <laughs> you're like, John. That was like the biggest smile. <laughs> you were like, I got we it. We were pretty much doing improv. I'm like, I'm going to and go to the store. And yeah, no. Okay. Um, yeah. And then she becomes more villainous in her eyes because she's trying to kill right. our girl. Um, and even still at the end, Eloise is still like, Oh yeah, you can get out. You we can get, get out. We won't, you know, we won't say anything. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, except what for John. Oh, John tripped on a knife. Right. Like, I mean, you kind of, we were cutting to, a cake for mm, the old right. lady, but, um, you know, John's she like, was, I'll say something. Yeah. She was still empathizing with all the pain that Sandy had gone through anyway, yeah. at the end. And then she just chooses to sit and burn down with her house, um, which I'm fine with that ending. There, There's also, <laughs> I'm also wondering how she like, was she that the pimp's house? The question mm. is like, was that the pimp's house? How did she get the house? Also is uh prostitution legal in. That was not the pimp's house because remember he, she was like, now you know how, where to find me or whatever. Like, oh, right, right. She, for their first date. Or, yeah, so I'm like, how did she get the house? She said how she got the house, but I don't, I don't know remember. if it was a true story. What'd she say? I can't I don't remember. remember. But no. she she said she, somebody had owned the house. I know, she, she, she bought it she from she bought them. it off them for like a nickel. 
And oh, then, I guess that could be true mm-hmm. because it was cheap and yeah. this part of the town was seedy. But remember it said like girls, girls, girls in the 60s. So I, that's what I was confused. That's what I thought. I oh, thought on the I stairs it said that. So that's what I was thinking. And then I was thinking, okay, was prostitution legal or is it legal in England? And then um, I was thinking, I forgot what the other thing was. But the one th- that's the only possible wondering defense I have for these men is if she was running a prostitution organ prostitution organization, I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of suspect because if well, she wasn't a madam. But I'm saying if she, if she was she, if she was offering her services to people, right, and then killing them, right, that is right. That she is, was luring but, Johns back. But that's what I'm saying. If if this is this is the thing that I was thinking about earlier. So if she had, if that guy was pimping, when that guy was pimping her out to those old dudes in the club, uh huh, easy murder, right. But if you were saying, hey, I'm offering my service, it's like if you said, hey, I, but- I'm I'm going to uh do I'm going to uh uh I'm going to fix your stove, and then you murder somebody in their own home or whatever. You know, it's like kind of weird. If you're offering a servant. So that's what I was wondering. I feel like that's part of like the mental snap. Yeah. So like she snapped. So at first she was kind of being forced into this prostitution. Right. right? Like she was human trafficked or Uh whatever. Sex trafficked. Yeah. yeah. Being forced to do this. um, Basically. And then she snaps. Mm -hmm. Kills her guy. Then decides she's going to go and get all these guys that have been her clients or whatever, her Johns. Oh, so you think and all those people were people from the club? I think, well, con- well, she said she killed a lot of people. Some, yeah. So it was probably more than that, but it probably started with those men. Mm. She my was guess. slipping like Dexter. Right. She was like, I have a code. Right. And she's like, well. And then she just started going after any man that wanted to treat her as a prostitute. To uh, take her up on her prostitution offer. I guess. The other thing that I wonder is, did no one live upstairs for a long time? Like, how did... Because that's too many people to be in the floorboards. Well, remember she said that people, her other tenants, would just up and leave in the middle of the night? That's why she asked for so much money up front? Yeah, but... Maybe they were all haunted. Maybe anyone who lived in that room was haunted, and that's why they would all just leave. Yeah, yeah. Or they couldn't stand the smell. But I'm like... I I don't know specifically what dead bodies smell like, but I would think I would learn pretty quickly. Also, it's been a long time. You think they would still smell? Like no. from the 60s? I don't think so. But I'm saying like if you moved in in 1985 or 1975 right. or when things 1960, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You would cuz the thing you would you would see maggots, roaches, rats. Like there's a ton and maybe that place is really was, old, too. Maybe she was stuffing garlic in the floorboards. It wasn't really the restaurant at all. Cuz remember she blamed like the smell oh, of the restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that was or, the restaurant that's making the smells. Or it's the 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 bog situation. Could be it's the just, trash. But I'm saying like maybe because of the garlic it covered over the smell of the people. Just like if you right. died in a bog, right? then, you know, 12,000 years later, like, holy crap, this guy, right? he's got a Red Hot Chili Peppers t-shirt on. And you're like, well, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, so it could be, yeah. That yeah. I I guess that was that garlic was a, a literal coverall <laughs> right, exactly. for all of that story. But now I do wonder if the previous tents had been haunted as well. Or if they just... I don't think so, because then like that would smell. minimize her story. That's true. We because it would be because it's like experience. then you don't then it's like why does she have a dead mom that like talks to her and why do all these things 
Right. Because then... Um, so then in the end, she... I think she saw Sandy's ghost. I think she sees ghosts. I think she saw her mom in Kids the mirror at the end. And then she saw Sandy. Yeah, she sees her mom. She sees Sandy. The thing is, is that she saw... Yeah, Sandy's technically dead. Yeah, so now so she's a ghost now in the mirror. She sees not just in her oh, dreams. Oh yeah, 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 because that's true. The the mirror, she would look in the mirror and see her mom, mm-hmm. and then everything else she saw either in her dream or just out in the open. But the the things that were so maybe the ghosts aren't real because they would show up in the mirror. Hmm. Like they're not like real. But the real. ghosts were more attached to. I don't know. I, this is too far. Like the, maybe this the ghosts, too- maybe the ghosts were figments. <laughs> this is too far. The ghosts were figments, and then her mom and Sandy are like actual, real. But they were them. projected to her as Sandy described them as Alexandra. She was like, there were so many men, I no longer saw their faces, which is why the ghost did right. not have faces. But then they had faces at the end. They started to show their faces. Right. I think when Sandy started to. Admit whatever, right? right? Didn't they just have faces at the very end? Yeah, right at the end. Yeah. When that guy was like, help us, and then his mouth started right. to actually look like a mouth. Right. When they were all being acknowledged. So that's that's my point of view, is that the the mom and Sandy are real, and the other ones are manifestations of reality that are being projected. Okay. Real ghosts. And the others are fake ghosts. Except no, for I don't even house. know if they're really ghosts. They're just manifestations. Mom and Sandy? No, no, no. Manifest means you you conjure yeah, them yeah. up. They've been conjured up. But so but the, you're the, saying the mom, the mom and, and Sandy are real ghosts. Are are real, yes. Okay. They are real entities that she sees because right. they were in the mirror. Right. And the other ones were not. Hmm. I think she really saw the other ghosts. I think she just sees ghosts. I think she sees dead people. <laughs> okay. She sees ghosts sometimes. We are not going she to solve this. She sees ghosts sometimes. She sees ghosts sometimes. We are not spirits, going to solve spirits. this. Give me your tomatoes. Moving around, just moving around. What? Give me your tomatoes. Give me my tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what say you? What tomatoes do you give this movie? These horrible British <laughs> accents we're doing. Um... I think because it was it was a good twist. At least I was twisted by it. Mm-hmm. Other people may we may watch reviews later. And people, I knew. Well, you're a genius. I will say eighty four percent. Okay, I will say like ninety two percent. Oh, I had there. a good time. Remember, that's a huge factor in my scoring. Is if I good enjoyed time. it. Yeah. Okay. It would have gone up a little bit more. I feel oh, like snap. if they would have done the ghost better at the end. Snap the tomatoes, the critics, haters, 74%. That's not really hate. I mean, it's a pass, but barely, right? 74%. Fine, whatever, critics. But the 91% is I the I bet audience. you all those critics were mean girls. The uh, Yeah. Look, Costa. <laughs> what was her name? Look at her. She's over there making her dumb movie. What She's never going to graduate from UCLA. Right. <laughs> Look at her. What was her deal? Just because John was being nice to Eloise, get know. it together. Like we were saying, the other what was the other movie? We you watched? know what, people? Here's the thing. Here's the lesson Freaky to learn. Freaky and everything. The yeah. People are just like, let's just put a horrible, mean woman. Well, in here's here. here's the lesson. Other people's success does not mean your failure. It's true. 
And then just then we wouldn't have any mean girls. Nobody would be jealous of people's success. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Anyway, the audience score was 91%. Those are my people. Those are your people. We all enjoyed it. We had a good time. There's flaws, sure. Can you say that's my tribe still? I don't think so. I didn't say Mm. tribe. No, I know. But that's the thing that people would say. Like, that's my tribe. No, because it's a um, tribal is an actual thing. And it's more respectful to not say that. I was going to ask a a question every episode. Yeah. None of us want to end up like the dude in the morning show. No. Um. Here's the other thing, actually. Here's here's why I can see a 74%. I didn't understand she had the hickey. And it never really addressed Ooh, like, yes, anything that again. That was weird. That just yeah. felt like uh, we threw that in and forgot we threw that in. I think and that was never a, rounded back I to it. I think that was a way to show that the other world is affecting her world. I think that was just the kind yeah. of thing, like to let you know this isn't a thing where like she's gonna be dreaming right. and then she's gonna wake up and it be makes like, yeah, whatever. Feel like there's more at risk. There's it's more a, at stake. It's but, a Freddy Krueger thing, right? But it like didn't where you're really... like, wait a minute, my shirt's ripped. But nothing else really happened, right? There was no other. No. Did she cut really. her hand or something when she... they were fighting with a knife? I don't remember. We didn't really get back to that either. So did she cut her hand? I can't remember. I know Sandy cut her hand, right? I can't remember. Anyhow. That oh, was... yeah, she did because her hand was wrapped at her thing. Um, I think she, she had a grabbed a knife on. from... Okay. Oh, no, Sandy. Remember, she was slashing her on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. That craziest. Oh, I, right. So the, I will say that besides the ghost, the visuals in that were like all sorts of crazy, trippy stuff. Like, I was like, man, if you're on mushrooms, I've never done <laughs> mushrooms or whatever. But I was just like... Because she was like tripping up the stairs and the stairs weren't the stairs anymore. And oh, they it was were like glad. floating they were mirrored. in the mirror and it was yeah. like embers slowly And then also going. there were some shots that were all sideways. And like, right. Yeah. And this then was... people are walking and the yeah. camera turns upside down and then all of a sudden somebody shows up and they're not, yeah. you know, and then she looks in the window and sees herself, but then sees the other chick and then... This is a very cool... Can you imagine without all the stylization, without the cinematography, it would be kind of a basic like if it was just yeah. made like a basic horror right. movie like how different it would be yeah i don't think i would have enjoyed it as much i was it was funny because i feel like and we haven't even talked about all the music the the mirror scenes there was a time where the um one scene where the mirror stuff was not on point but it was cool because it was like slightly off and i thought oh she's either on a on the other side of the thing and they're like mirroring each other or she's like watching the recording and doing the thing and i was like cuz the 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 not argentinian whatever lady the other one um the one the one Eloise? Yeah. Thomason? Yeah. Like she was not moving completely in step, like she was slightly behind. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Cause I was, I was like, oh, I wonder if this is CGI. I was like, oh no, they're practically doing this. So I, I was kinda... curious and I would love to see like a breakdown of how they filmed that stuff. And like, because I was looking at it, I was like, it really does look like a mirror. Like it doesn't just look like maybe this glass or something yeah. on the other side. So I'd be very interested to see. And also, then I started because I was paying attention to see, I was like, are they being the mirror or is she? Because at some point, then she was just like the spectator, like she was watching. Right. She was sitting. The yeah, she was mimicking right Sandy, but it wasn't supposed to be like that whole mirror thing. Right. It, then I was like, oh, this is so interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of different things you can break down. Right. Of like, and then all she that. was sitting in the chair watching. 
And then I was thinking, right. wait, this is a sold out room. Is someone actually sitting in the chair? And she's like, what is that <laughs> yeah. one? They were just like, ah, oh, we didn't sell one ticket. Let's have everybody sit except for in the middle right. seat. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What's going on there? And then I kept looking for other mirrors. I was like, oh, is she going to pop up in just all the mirrors, like watching? Like if there's right. a mirror, then she can see. But if there's not, she can't. I don't know. So anyway, I yep. it was very cool. The other interesting thing that I thought about, I was thinking about that scene where we see that um, Sandy's not having a great time being a... What was she? Oh, here's the other thing. If you notice, (laughs) Sandy was wearing some sort of present every time. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the the style. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like that's... That's a a weird... That's a... That makes me think of it's a weird styling thing for the time because, you know, like as we talk more and more about like um, all sorts of um, cultural faux pas that have happened over the hundreds of years, this kind of like um, pedestal of women. And so it's like, oh, you're just like a prize. So we're just going to put bows on everything. Like your dress is a bow. Your shoes are a bow. Everything's a bow. Well, there was definitely a time of like the baby doll dresses right. and like the infantilization of women. Right. With the big bows and the... Yeah, it was definitely... Because she was seen, I guess, as more innocent, sort of. But I mean, her style did change, though, when she was dancing and stuff. Her She wore like the skimpier dresses right. and stuff. But like before that... She was in like the flowy, yeah, baby dolls with the bows and the innocent and like. I don't know if she had. Did she have a bow on that pink outfit? No, it was just the big flowy right. kind of. But I'm saying like all the outfits she was put in were all like bows, and then like one of them obviously had the crank on it, like she was a wind up doll. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, and she was a wind up doll. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was kind of like the style. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It, but uh, yeah, I feel like it was the style, but also it was. A choice a purpose, for her. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a purposeful choice of it. Right. But I think the other thing that's interesting that I was thinking about with this movie is, um, like why, like how some men don't understand like things are entertainment. <laughs> like that Simpsons, like, do you come with a car? She's like, <laughs> you. And it's like, dude, like these women are da- they're dancing like f- for your enjoyment in this five minute block, and outside of that, like they don't want to have nothing to do with you. They right? They like, are real human like, beings the, yeah. that go to their lives. Like, and like, have nothing to do with you. Right. If some, if I was, if when I worked at Eckerd, I was really nice to somebody and gave them their photos. And then when I got off, they came up to me and were like, hey, man, you're really nice to me. I was wondering if you wanted to hang out. Like, why? I was only nice to you because we had this interaction that was done through money of you asking for photos. And I took your photos. I processed them and then handed, back to you, handed them back to you an hour later. We are not friends. We don't need to, like... So it's, it's it's always all been, transactional, right? It's always weird when people are like, "Yeah, this girl, she's totally into me," and like, "Well, what happens?" Like, "Well, I paid her one hundred fifty dollars to dance on me." Like, she's not into you, right? She was doing a service, and then she said, "It would be Thank different you. if she hung out after right. waiting for you." Which even then would be which weird. Could be sus, but yeah, maybe y'all like, had a mm, connection. I'll pass. But yeah, it was just like it was just so funny to see all those guys in the room. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Like, this is it's just a show. Enjoy the show and then move on with your life. But also, like we saw when she was running through the the backstage area, those men think that way because they get their way so well, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there, it's this whole tied together thing. Like, it's ooh, a horrible you're a pretty vicious, toy yeah, up on stage that I get to play with later, right? Oh yeah, because so. that girl, that that one girl, even overdosed was overdosed yeah. in the thing. Yeah, and I, I think um, 
that's yeah that's the interesting thing of like what all these types of abuses can do to a person um that they kind of like uh didn't you know it wasn't the main crux of the movie but you know they did a good job of kind of showing us like you know watch out for snakes because <laughs> they're out there um at, at the minimum they don't want to pay you <laughs> which i've experienced in a show of at people's place and like give me my money um so yeah this movie was pretty pretty good pretty 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 good and We've solved all the issues. Right. Now we know. We solved it the all. The ghost. We fixed it. Something. We still don't know if prostitution is legal in, in North London. Right. North London. <laughs> not South London. South London is not having that. But North London, maybe. Um, and we also learned that um, we care about each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for you listening to this podcast. I know sometimes I yell at you all. But I only come <laughs> from a place of love. So with that love, I say... Subscribe. That's right. That was very Charlotte. That was. You just knocked. I stole you just, her. Uh, you're it's, just going to steal everything from Moshe thing. and them and Charlotte. And Charlotte Dobrik. So, I'm, soon I'm sh- soon you'll, be, you'll be your own last night in Soho. You'll just start dressing like all of them and talking like all of them. Once I like grow my hair them. all back out. Yeah. I'll dye it red. And, and you get hairy like Moshe. And right. You're going to burp into the mic like Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Make stereotypes about gender like Natasha. Wear a lot of dresses like Natasha. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. hey, we just saw a movie on Instagram. Hey, Patreon.com. Hey, we just saw a movie. If you want to give a little something, you can do it for just a month if you want. Email us and let us know if you want merch. Merch. Why did I March? say that word? Merch. If you want a merch. <laughs> yeah. What can we make? We'll think. Uh, Who knows? Bobbleheads? We can make... Um, baby doll dresses with bows on it. There we go. Let's okay. say, hey, we just saw a movie. All right. Bye. Bye 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 bye.